Boink, 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 boink. I've forgotten what a fucking palaver this is. Hello and welcome. I'm Steve. And I'm delightful. And I am here. And this is Fools with Tools, a podcast for the Tapley Tomato. Gentlemen, how are we? How is everyone? Al, how are you? All right. Cool. Brett, what about you? Yeah, I'm all right. Cool. Uh, so, so where can you find us? <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's the episode. Fucking three months off, and this is all you're getting. Um, yeah, so I, I think I'm just going to do a little, quick little uh, apology to everyone. I did put out a thing last week um, saying that we hadn't had a intentional hiatus. It's just the fact that we... I was going to say we've all been busy. Basically, I've been away, Al's been really busy, and Brett has been extremely accommodating, but me and Al are both shit. Uh, so, apologies from myself and Al and Jazz the Cat, who is currently eating the microphone. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, what have you guys been up to? Al, like, you've been really busy. What Go on, you Al. Been, come why, on. why have you been so busy? Um, on? So, why aren't you in, like, Portugal or something, Paraguay or Dublin? Maybe Dublin. There we go. <laughs> Very similar a, places. Third yeah. time's a lucky charm. Um, <laughs> Irish chocolate there for his team. Um, so, yes, I this month, the month of April in 2023, I turned 40 years old. What? Um, and as makes sense that all my friends are from the same class, they all turned 40 as well. So we went to Dublin for a 40th birthday. Yes, what? yes, I'm older than you, Steve. I genuinely thought you were like six months older than me, not. No. No. Al's Three always years. been the old man. Although, yeah, no, but I didn't I gotta give you, you I got to give you massive credit for hiding that because I don't pay attention to people's birthdays, but I usually try to mark them <laughs> down. That means you've never mentioned when it happens. Right. And I've never I don't care about yes, my birthday. Of course, However, of I do care about all my friends. And hey. by pure coincidence, it's all their friends' 40th birthdays as well, because we're all from the same school. Um, so, Hang on. <laughs> Next week. Next right. week. Correct. Yes. Next Friday. Friday? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Thanks, Steve, for caring. Thanks, right. just Steve, on the podcast <laughs> for caring. Um, Fine by me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care. Um, yeah, so we went to Dublin and got drunk. It was great. Cool. That, that's it. That's all you... No, no, you no. Um, so I am kind of counting down the days till I can leave my job. Yay! Um, yeah, till I can afford to leave my job. Yay! Um, and I've been... Passing the time by imagining what wonderful things I could do instead of what I do right now. Um, and that ranges from being a solar panel engineer to uh, an organic cheese farmer to um, owner operator of a food truck uh, yeah. and everything in between, or mm -hmm. a little from column A, a little from column Z. Um, but yeah, that's basically. A lot of my time has been taking up trying to mastermind this this escape plan, yeah. Um, and the kind of logistic, the boring logistics of it, and how much it's going to cost me, and how what I need to afford, and blah blah blah, all that shit. Mm -hmm. you know, not just like I want to be a fireman. As as someone who has done this twice now, um, I've been a cheese farmer. Yeah, I mean, actually, for a little bit. Yeah. Um, I, I may, I, this is not a random thing. I may actually 
um, pull your ear about the world of dairy farming. Yeah, go for on it. A, on a small on a small scale. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I would only, I would only ever do small scale now. Um, Twenty head. But, but I'm I'm not going to start going into that because that that's a whole conversation. That's and, an episode in itself. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, as someone who has done it twice, I highly recommend uh, not making too formed a plan. Yeah, because it doesn't matter how well planned you are something will happen something will change and you're going to go oh fuck oh, I can't do this i'm not one for what's your favorite plan yeah fuck that. i'm more for like how are we going <laughs> to pay the rent tomorrow yeah so yeah. well this is this is the thing so joe uh i went to see joe this afternoon and um to talk about some stuff that we've got coming up and that we might be doing and all this and uh and he was like so you know with everything that you've got going on at the moment which we'll get into in a bit later um he was like what's what is your actual plan? Like, are you going to carry on with that? Are you going to do this? Are you going to do that? You know, what, what are you going to do? And I just kind of looked at him and went, and, went, uh, and he went, do you know? And I went, not, <laughs> not really. He knows. Just, yeah. You can't keep... like know facts, man. Yeah. Um, keep doing stuff. So one of the little titles as well has been, um, my illustrious eBay game. Um, Nice. And I've restored, repaired, and sold five GameCubes this month. <laughs> which, is, which is nice. Wait, it's a, it's a nice five game. GameCubes cubes you already owned, or did you uh, buy them and then? A little from column A. A little from <laughs> column B. <laughs> um, I owned parts of GameCubes. Yeah. Um, and I also had an interesting encounter with Nextdoor's gardener, um, mm. who also left his job as a junior doctor because as we all know that is an awful awful job yeah especially in this country and nobody wants to do it um so he quit and set up his own gardening business nice. um and as a result has just been driving around in a tiny skoda fabia with all his gardening equipment which to be a professional gardener is quite a lot of equipment it's not yeah. like having a massive truck in the states he's got a tiny english family hatchback and yep. he's trying. He's trying to, you know, cut people's um, cut people's lawns and stuff. So he asked me if I knew how to fit a trailer, Brett. Mm -hmm. um, to which I said, "No, but I can find out." <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, helped him rewire his car, nice. wire up the trailer, fit a nice. tow bar, um, and also while we we're at it, we did this. We did his service on his Skoda because he's got a twenty-year-old Skoda. It's only got fifty thousand miles on it. Nice. Because he bought it off a little old lady, and it's beautiful. Perfect. And Christine, oh, I'm like, nice. dude, we need to keep on top of this. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. fresh service, filters, everything. Did it a lot. Nice. Um, so he's now a kind of by proxy an associate slash friend. Um, and he's like, do you just want to be a gardener, dude? Because like, I'm, <laughs> I'm turning, I'm turning people away. All you need is a lawnmower. <laughs> I, I was going to say, like, genuinely, if you want some work in the summer, yeah, come down here. And my mate Steve, the gardener, is uh, is crying out for people to. Yeah do literally just that literally just turn so up i think i think as is the normal advice in this situation i'm gonna have my fingers in a lot of little porky pies yep so way to do it like you said don't don't have a massive plan have lots of backup plans yeah um however something that doesn't pay the rent but is very important uh make essentials in three weeks and we're yes been absolutely ramping up um finalizing all the details uh nick dropped a another bomb on me last week which is like oh we've got um we've got like a space that nobody's bought can you do something in the space <laughs> it's like oh nick on top of the two stands i'm already organizing yeah. <laughs> it's like okay 
what can we do in the space? So I'm I'm going to be frantically building um, a giant uh, retro nostalgic family okay. board game uh, that people can play. And it's not Mousetrap, unfortunately. I was about um, to say Mousetrap. But... Oh, it's not. I wish it was Mousetrap. Mousetrap the size of Hall 1 at NEC. That'd be fucking incredible. Oh, yes. um, it's Kaplunk. I'm going to build a big Kaplunk. Ah, oh, I did know that because I saw the the thing and the th- yes, it's all it, they've already put it on the map. I have to make it now. <laughs> um, yeah, so three weeks to go, just getting you know, yeah. dotting, dotting all the uh, T's and crossing all the I's and just making sure we've got everything we need. Um, with regards to Maker Central, I need to ask you some questions about that later. Uh, Let's. So, yeah, in the in the post show after after show, I've podcasted before. Yes. I know them terms um but yeah that's like massive kaplunk like are you gonna use like snooker balls i'll think bigger like giddles uh and some tropical food bubblicious <laughs> <laughs> i get that reference um bowling balls see i thought bowling balls for like the danger factor yeah but that size but probably like little cheap plastic footballs maybe even like fun like disney footballs with like yeah. fun, fun designs yeah, on yeah, yeah. So if I, I like can get that. if I can get a job lot of those like cheap that size size three four balls on eBay, that's I mean what, that's what I'm doing. Will Will AliExpress deliver that quickly? Ooh, no, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not, not from my Ali experience. They don't. <laughs> uh, job lot uh, kids. Oh, Steve's doing a live balls? search. Job lot kids balls. Don't say that on the internet, Steve. Safe search is off. Yeah. Uh, some juggling balls. There's some... Oh, you know those shitty... Um, I'm, I'm just thinking, dude. LED ones. Or whatever. Oh, yeah. LED ones. Yeah. They've got a job lot of those on there. I'm, uh, I'm thinking pound stretcher, being and bargains, yeah. whatever. I mean, they literally have buckets of them there. Yeah. I'll just go and film the, film the boots, which is trunk in America. <laughs> uh, cool. All right. So I'm going to stop looking at eBay. Um Javelin, nice. javelins for the sticks hey nice mm. yes like it well just uh, yeah that's what i've been up to i'm trying to make it as least as as, as inexpensive least no deadly as possible um uh, I'm, I'm sick of the risk assessment so far i want I want, <laughs> I want something that isn't risky i was gonna say like what about like using lengths of dowel rather than Do you know uh, how expensive dowel is I would imagine like sports equipment is probably just as expensive. I'm thinking more. like PVC piping. Ah, uh, yeah. And chicken wire. Yeah. So you can jump the, oh, yeah. through the chicken wire. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to try and do it to scale. Yeah. Like roughly, you know, feels kind of like a plunk, but big. Are you going to, how are you going to have, are you going to have a, the big balls? It's going like, to be like a plunk. Yeah. Like properly got- like a, like a lava lamp. Yeah, are you going to do chicken wire all the way up, or is it going to be like a layer of clear plastic, then chicken wire, then clear plastic? If I can get, you know how expensive clear plastic is. That's what, what I'm saying. What about what about like roof corrugate? You know how expensive Ooh. roof corrugate is. Around, yeah, but I've I've got some from the uh, you, car park that I took down. Okay. Do you know how brittle roof corrugate is? Very, very brittle. <laughs> Let's start jabbing it with javelins, javelins, yeah. and see javelins. how brittle it is. Uh, I suppose yeah, because if you made it like octagonal rather than don't start fucking designing it. My, my I was just saying you wouldn't have to bend it as much then. That was that was all. Brett, what have you been up to? Oh, I don't know. It has to be screen accurate, Kaplunk. 
<laughs> Screen accurate. Uh, it's been a busy month or two, however long it's been since we've recorded last time. I have been diligently working on the trailer. I got it painted yesterday on the inside, um, which if, if I talked about it from the at- outset, I was debating because I didn't know how people refinish these. But it is mostly aluminum sheeting for the insides. And um, I was like, I don't know, do you strip it down and get it back to, you know, the raw finish? And then I ended up talking to somebody who had renovated an Airstream. And they go, yeah, we thought that was the cool thing to do, was make it all aluminum again. It's just an oven at that point. Because if any natural sunlight comes in, it just reflects. And it's like a disco ball. And he was like, don't do that. Just paint it. They were painted for a reason. So anyway. Considering I fully gutted that thing and have now gotten it back to cosmetics, now all I'm working on is cosmetics, making the outside look nice, building the furniture and cabinetry on the inside. Bob's your uncle. Uh, I want to try and be done with it by the end of May. But amidst that, I have been... I did my taxes. That was nice. Uh, I was very responsible about doing my taxes on time. And... Boiled myself with a trip to the CBA, the California Blacksmith Association, last nice. weekend. And hung out with Leah Arapach and a few other folks um, that were new new meets for me. I didn't know anybody that was out there, really. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I figured it's important. Actually, Leah figured it was important. She ended up calling me and just going, you should do this. Like, this is a new group of people that really talented and no one really gives a shit about social media stuff. So you're not going to have to deal with that. Um, and I'm, I wasn't a hundred percent sure what I was walking into, but she was absolutely right. It was just a bunch of really welcoming people. The, the community was really nice. People were very welcoming. And since no one knew who I was, I kind of got to just skirt around the edges and, and watch demonstrators and, and shit chat with people periodically uh, until I don't know. Something got out at some point and somebody shared a either a YouTube account or an Instagram account. And then like the next morning I woke up and a bunch of people had fart, started following me and then started asking me questions how I made things. And I was like, okay, okay. Well, at least it was a soft toss. <laughs> I didn't tell people to go look at any of my stuff, but I did hear from one of the guys. He was like, oh yeah, we thought you were just a friend of Leah's who like makes knives or like got into blacksmithing recently clearly you've been doing this for a little bit. And I was like, Oh, I appreciate that. You know, everyone was really nice about it. It was a good weekend. I bought a couple of things. I absolutely tried to, um, win the auction for Leah's piece that she did a demonstration of. And there was somebody with much deeper pockets than me out there willing to spend good money on it. So it was a reminder that like, Oh, you want to buy art? Welcome to buying art world. <laughs> Damn it. So that was good. Uh, purchased a couple of new tools because there was a nice little flea market out there. And now I'm back to working on the trailer and getting a really good game plan set up for that. I've got housework to finish, sculptural stuff to work on because I'm absolutely juiced up after interacting with a bunch of extremely talented sculptural artists, blacksmith sculptural artists. Um, and then I do think... I have a couple of video ideas in the very near future to start knocking up. Uh, one of them will hopefully be for coal ironworks because I want to do another. 
we've talked about it and they haven't been bugging me, but I do owe them another video. Yeah. And I think I can actually double double dip or double utilize the time in the forge to make the coal iron video and make my treasure trade item. Nice. Yes. That's basically been it for me. I wake up and I work on the trailer for 20 hours and then I go to sleep. That's every day. I have showered less often in the last two months than I usually do. <laughs> Which is a sign of just like how beat up I am at the end of every day. Whoever does fucking car restoration or any kind of vehicle restoration, I have a newfound respect because Bondo is disgusting. Yep. Yes, it is. Stinks to high heaven. I'm pretty sure I got like uh, highest. Yeah, I, I think I've just been high as shit a few times on terrible fumes, and it's it doesn't help that it's 85 degrees outside, and it probably bakes that fumage into everything. Uh, so that's been just a treat to deal with. But I don't know how people do this stuff. It is taxing, and I kind of wish I would have gotten a smaller trailer. <laughs> Everything's too big. But that's that's pretty much been it for me. It's a it's a lot of work, and then um, yeah. good things on the plate that I I hope to talk about at some point in the near future in more detail. I just got to get through a couple of uh, these larger projects before I can get to it. Nice. Yeah. What about you, Steve? You've been a busy boy. Yes, I have been uh, working a lot. So I keep getting really distracted by the the cat uh, just nuzzling the microphone. It's tea time, and he's obviously <laughs> hungry. <laughs> Um, he decided breakfast was 5 a.m. this morning, so he's he's ah uh, one of them. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I've I've been uh, very very fucking busy. Um, I keep meaning to record kind of like a, a bit of a, an update for Instagram and shit because I haven't really like barely anybody seems to know what I'm up to, and I keep getting people being like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, I don't actually know. Um, and uh, but yeah, it's it's all been good stuff um except for so our postman our village postman quit uh at, like in january i think and ever since then we've just not been getting post delivered regularly uh like it's good it's been things are related i know uh it's been like literally like three weeks at a time where we've just not had any post uh so i i got a bill from uh, Bristol City Council because they've got a congestion charge which I didn't know about uh, sent me a, a letter through to say pay this congestion charge if you pay it now it's only like 60 pounds or whatever uh, if you don't pay it within two weeks then it doubles I was like oh well I'll pay that right now and then looked at the deck like thought for a second and was like wait I haven't been to Bristol in a while looked at the date and the letter was sent three weeks ago I was like oh um so yeah, I've been dealing with a few things like that. Um, and yeah, also, so I don't, I don't even, I, I can't remember how long ago we recorded. What have you been doing since the last recording, Steve? Not been getting my mail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't remember what, what, whether I spoke about it when we last recorded, but I did a GoFundMe to raise some uh, money for a new camera. I did. And uh, smashed the target super quickly. Was massively humbled by that, uh, and then then realized quite how much money uh, GoFundMe take when you uh, uh, yes. use them to raise money. Um, Especially so if that, you're trying to raise money for charity, they love taking money. Yeah, like that as well. Yeah, 
Fair Couldn't... play to them, I say. Mm. Fuck them. Yeah. Fuck yeah, people so in need. That 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 was a lesson. Um but yeah, uh, so I, I have said camera. Um today was pretty much the first chance I've had to actually play with it at all. Um so so far I have about I don't know, maybe three minutes of footage of my feet on the coffee table. Um because I, was just, just... I was just sat there going like, oh this, this is focusing. This is what this does. Um but holy shit, that camera is fucking amazing. Um so yeah, I'm very much excited about that and about some video ideas that we've got coming up. Uh both like some stuff that I want to do on my own and some stuff with Joe, um, some stuff with some other people. Um Al, we need to speak to you at some point about coming down for the Thornwood stuff. Um, oh, yeah. I, I I don't know if I've even spoken about the fact that Joe's business is actually officially launched, and it is Thornwood Forge. So if you're not following Thornwood Forge, go and give him a follow, because, he, I mean, he's one of the best blacksmiths I know. Um, and he's a lovely chap. And he's been on here. Uh, he did actually want to come on and do an episode uh, at some point. Uh, so we can get him back on at some point. Um but yeah, uh, work-wise, I, I'm like I know Brett gets very annoyed every time I say I can't really talk about it. But I have actually signed an NDA and I can't really talk about it. Um, but I'm doing leather work for a film in near London. Uh, I was going to say the name of the village and realize no one would know where it is, but it's like half an hour outside of London. Um, it's fucking ace. Uh, I'm learning a lot. I'm meeting some very cool, very interesting people. Um, it's it's long, long hours and stuff. Uh, and it's also the reason why we've not been able to put out an episode in ages because I'm only back at the weekends and e even then, not even for every weekend. Like last week, it was I was only back for Sunday because we had to do extra days. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, it's been good. Why are you going to eat the cat's tail? Don't eat the cat's tail. Um, yeah. So, that, I mean, that's, I think that's kind of it. I think. Okay. Where so, can you find us? Yeah. But, oh, are we doing that joke again? Yeah. <laughs> I was just saying we've already done that one. Hold um, on. Everybody's yeah, in such a state of flux with a million things going on, which is not necessarily atypical, but it's been on my mind, and I've gotten a few messages from people just going, oh, you guys just stopped the podcast, or are you not posting anymore, or what's the deal with it? And it is silly to think that you're like, oh, yeah, I mean, we were doing that very regularly for a very long time, but we've never, it's never been a job. We've never gotten paid by anybody. We don't have anybody to be, uh, we have no responsibilities with the podcast. We don't have, the, we don't have a man. We don't have a man. There's no, there's the no man. man telling us what to do. Right. But it was a nice reminder that um, like the ebb and flow of, of getting busy because everyone's kind of going through outside of just us. I'm hearing more and more about people either shifting or taking on new adventures, maybe starting a new chapter in their life, quitting their jobs, starting new jobs. I don't know, getting promotions and things like that seems to be the what's in the air right now. I don't know if you guys are getting the same thing from the people that you are surrounded by. Five but... people left my studio this month. Oh, yeah. wow. 
and there's a team of 20 people so it's a yeah. lot <laughs> my buddy ryan the blacksmith who <clears throat> who's out here that has the power hammer in his shop is going to be going through some life changes in the very near future too and called me just to give me the update i'm like oh my god that's a huge shift yeah. um and then a couple of friends from back home and then talking to alex uh my buddy about some new adventures that he might get into that are very exciting but also kind of that to use the term the horrible term the bleeding edge stuff that he might get involved in yes disgusting barf noise but it is pretty cool and it's things that i've never heard of being done before so i don't know where that vibe is all coming from i don't i, I do don't, why it's it's i mean this all started when uh the, the pandemic hit it's been an ongoing thing since then of people realizing that oh working like 60 hours a week not getting appreciated and just being treated like shit is is not is not great and people want to actually you know live their life and enjoy their life a little bit before they die <laughs> like it's <laughs> that's kind of like that's what all the protests in france are about they're like fuck you i don't want to work until i'm 70. i yeah. want to at least be able to move around for a couple of years before i'm fucking dead like you know people and, and yeah it, it's something that i i think we talked about it a couple of times before like just the fact that people are fucked off with it like i after i do this uh or after i finish this job i fully intend on only working four days a week like i don't want to go ever go back to working a full five day week because mm -hmm. I, I like this weekend I've managed to have a day of like running around running errands and a day of sorting out some other shit and having, you know, a couple of hours extra in bed and that's it. My fucking time's gone. I haven't got a chance to go out and do anything or see anyone because mm -hmm. I'm back to work tomorrow and I don't, I don't want to keep living my life like that and let, like i don't mind for a short stint while i'm doing a job like this but as a permanent thing is, is no i i think we might have talked about this before but we've talked I, about a lot of stuff before. we have talked a lot of stuff before um specific you have anyway um <laughs> the the work thing like yeah i don't i want to work four days a week no you're going to work seven days a week what you mean is you're going to be employed yeah. by somebody else four days a week yeah. like yeah. it's it's like Sunday evening now, right? And I spent my entire weekend doing shit for other people. Yeah. <laughs> Basically like volunteering. Yeah. It's work. It's not going on my fucking tax report and I'm not getting, you know, remunerated for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's work. Yeah. And and looking after kids is work and, you know, upholding relationships is work. So I, I think one of the points of what you're getting at brett is like what i don't know what's changed it's like just completely breaking down this fucking divide of like being in this not necessarily a corporate environment but being in just in this capitalist fucking bubble mm -hmm. and like that isn't life yeah to your point steve yeah. that isn't that isn't living so it's like if yes let's not be naive yes you need to pay the bills you need to pay the rent you need money for, for gas you need money for food be employed have some sort of income but like the whole thing is work. Yeah. Yeah. I I remember catching wind also catching wind. That's gotta be something different over there. Anyway, uh reels stopped paying people. And I know there yeah. was a big hubbub about Instagram stopped paying people. 
And Does anybody else they'll stop putting fucking shorts on my YouTube feed? I fucking <laughs> hope so. Probably not though, because TikTok and YouTube are handling those things differently. But it's look, I'm not trying to sound like a, a constant curmudgeon about this stuff, but me taking the big break and, and stepping back from social media stuff. Something hearing about something like that is just a little bit of a reminder. Like, yeah, I even put a couple of reels up and I did, they sent me like $30 or something for some reel that did well. And I was just like, Oh my God, I put no work into that. You know, it was just some silly thing that I, that I threw up there that got some views. Meanwhile, you know, for years trying to put 40 or 50 hours into some build project and video for YouTube, also to get like $30. Thousands of dollars of your own <laughs> materials into it. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, the refocus that I've gone through over the last six to eight months has been extremely healthy. And I do not in any way want to say that like it's it was the right decision. More people should do this because you have to be responsible enough to cover your bills, take care of your relationships, kids if you got them, whatever. But I am starting to realize more and more where the priorities in my life are. Hmm. And the idea that I've maintained contact with a lot of the Patreon people, right? Like, it's, I'm due for a little update on the trailer. I'm getting a lot of fun messages from people when I am posting on that Instagram account. But it's so much more direct, right? And that's how it's always been from the beginning. The people that signed up as patrons, I get to interact with directly. And it's... It's a nice exchange. It feels really good. I appreciate the support. And what I want to do going forward, I still have these goals of like not really having to rely on that stuff. I would love to maintain the relationships for the people that are that are part of the crew, but I don't really want to have to think about the financial exchange that's attached to that. So the priority shift of of I for a while there it was like oh, I hope I get big enough on youtube and then i won't have a patreon because page youtube is going to pay well enough that was genuinely my goal i didn't want people to be donating as nice as it is i just didn't want to have to be doing that but with everybody that i've been talking to i've had more existential life talks in the last month with friends of mine than i have in years so everyone's clearly going through this stuff i don't want to be part of the rat race or i'm okay to do these things and and work for a living so that I can cover my butt. But I really want to make sure that I'm not overworking, leaving enough time for myself to travel, enjoy my life in my younger days, and focus on longevity rather than like the quick pull, which is what I always kind of thought the social media aspect of things were. We built a community within utilizing social media, but the idea of turning that into a job and getting sponsors and getting paid and stuff has completely shifted. Mm. Like the, the, the guy where I take my cars <laughs> to get him <laughs> um, like he's got a lot of time for shit boxes, you know, yeah. it's, it's that kind of um, garage. Um, and I was just talk, talking to him about like, Oh, I love, you know, restoring old cars and bringing them back to life and keeping, you know, things that would normally get scrapped on the road it's just really satisfying and i love it i love old cars and stuff and he's like don't turn it into a job the no. second you turn it into a job you'll hate it and you'll resent it and you'll fall out of love with it if you like those things keep them as a hobby you know and keep them mm -hmm. no, i'm not saying keep it like completely polar separate like 
you know, work in a bank and <laughs> go fishing at the weekend. Like, yeah, yeah, you can do things which are related if it helps you with an income and stuff. But the second you start monetizing the things you love, you won't love them anymore. Yeah. And people I mean, will tell you otherwise, are fucking lying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like the, the conversation that I had with Joe earlier um, that I mentioned, like about um, what my kind of plan is going forward and whether I want to stick with the film stuff and whether I want to do more making videos or whether I want to work for him or what I want to do. Um, the kind of consensus was, which is what it's always been is I want to do a job where I earn enough money to, to pay bills and then use that, um, that free time to, to do the things that I actually enjoy. I, lo I love um, blacksmithing. I want to do it for a living. Steve, sit in that room and fucking put thick little fucking yeah. handles and yeah. <laughs> no, this exactly. is I love. I yeah. Want, I love tough. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that's a whole other thing. Um, but like, I, I kind of said, like the chances are, if I get more of these opportunities coming up, doing stuff for the film industry, for doing this kind of work, then yeah, I'm going to take it because it's like, it's an intense three months, but it's three months at a time or four months at a time or whatever. Um, and you know, this, this time around the, the money's not, not great. Like after paying for accommodation and like mm -hmm. living away expenses and all of that, like it, it's not great, but this is the first time I've done it. Like this is an entry level and there's a bunch of stuff that I've learned from this already that means that next time around I will be on better money. Um, or not just on better money, but like better prepared. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh and i kind of said like that's that's kind of the ideal is to do three months of intense work and then three months of whatever the fuck i want um because like the videos and things like that like i'm never looking i, I never looked to do that for a living it's a mm -hmm. passion project like there's there's reasons i want to do it like i'm i'm excited to share these videos and produce these videos and with the people that i want to um to showcase um it's not about making sure i make loads of money through doing it because it's something that i enjoy doing same with like the blacksmithing stuff like i want to go back and i want to be able to do more of the stuff that i enjoy yes i want to get to the point where i feel comfortable selling the stuff that i produce and you know we were talking about it earlier there's a whole run of stuff that we're gonna start looking at doing in the summer um to be able to sell on um but you know having having the option of being able to say like right well i'm i'm not working for the next three months so i'm gonna go into the workshop and, and make a load of shit and sell it and you know if you want to get it this is your chance to get it i'm not taking commissions because i don't know when like i might get a phone call next week and say right can you work for six weeks on this other project and so i can't i can't take on commissions because it just doesn't suit the way that i live um but that that's kind of what i mean is being able to be in a position where i i can do all of the things that i love doing um and have let's say the the three six months of of intense work that kind mm -hmm. of helps fund that because I, I i weirdly enjoy that that intense work as well i just well, it, don't want to do it all of the time yeah you you seem to have always thrived on that like even when you were working in the forge it would initially it was a lot of like oh for the next couple of months right we're getting ready for markets or whatever and yeah. you would smash it and you'd be like yeah i'm really tired but you work well under pressure or, or under a timeline or whatever. Then it just became all the time, always. Yeah. And then it was like, well, wait, this isn't the three to six months of, or three, three months of kicking ass for some type of, 
yeah. uh, break afterwards. It just became the norm. And that's, that's that burnout that happens. And I know like what you're working on right now, I can't wait to hear about it when you can actually share some details, but this kind of intensive work, um, I, I feel like there's a lot of people in the maker world that it was like, Oh, if it's one commission though, that you really like smash out for two months and it's going to kind of beat yeah. you up a little bit, but then you could have some breathing room after that does seem to be a, a pattern right in the world of, of the people that I know, at least everyone's really keen on accepting a challenge, being able to work really hard on it and really dedicate time, but you only have really so much energy and then there's a certain point where it's like, if I can get it done by then, then yeah, I can, I can take a breather on things. I'm planning on doing the exact same thing with the trailer. Once I get the interior cleaned out today, I'm just going to step away from it and forge. I've got some forge projects to do. Yeah. And I want to be able to step back into that world. And, and Al, what you're talking about and all the different options and, and porky pies that you can have your hands in. People that do farming or harvesting, or if you got 20 head of cattle that you're dealing with, they're an everyday thing because those animals are alive, but there are seasons, right? And then if you're selling the cheese that you're making, I'm sure it is seasonal. Steve's going to know more about that than me, but Even a- the, the ebb and flow where you can actually find ways to pace out intense times and then break times and, and try and make those break times valuable. I think I want to do that as well. It, no, and maybe I've just become healthy. more aware. It yeah. Sounds, it sounds like the answer. Cause, yeah. Cause yeah. For, you know, the past 15 years, I've just been 100% doing one thing. Yeah. And trying my hardest to squeeze other shit in around yeah. it <laughs> where there's no space or time. Whereas having that, like, you know, like you say, Brett, that, 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 those lovely waves of like, because I, 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 I fucking love hardcore intense, like work. Like, yeah. I get a proper buzz in it. I love closure. I love wrapping projects up. I love, you know, seeing something through and then going, ah, and just, you know, you're broken and you're exhausted yeah. and, you know, terrified and all the, all the things come with it. Um, Cause then you can like, you could, you, your mind almost like resets and reboots and it's like system update. And then you go, right yeah. now, what can we do? Let, let, let's move on. So I think, I think that's a really healthy way of doing it. And it's the total antithesis of the archetypal, like career for life. Yeah which obviously is just no longer fit for purpose. Yeah. I mean, like, because I, one of the big things for me is the fact that I spent so many years um, always working weekends, like always working weekends, like either um, as a second job in like doing hospitality uh, on the side or, you know, when I was working the forge, um, we, we were always teaching or we were always doing festivals and you might get a day off, after a festival or after a course but that was it and that day was basically just sleep recover do the laundry back into work and like not good yeah like then there was no there was no downtime um and i i can't i genuinely can't remember the last time that i went to the beach or to a lake or to just sit in the garden and you know fucking day drink invite some friends like be able to plan ahead and say to some friends like fuck it do you guys want to come around on saturday and we'll we'll have a couple of beers and a barbecue sort of thing like because it's always there's always been something going on um and when we stopped teaching um at, at the forge i genuinely thought like oh this is going to be it like we're not teaching we're not doing festivals 
this is going to be great. We're going to be able to enjoy the the summer. And it just didn't happen. It was just fucking constant. And, um, and that's one of the things I'm really looking forward to with this. So I finished this job on um, mid-June. Um, we've got some some tidy up bits to do afterwards, but like mid-June, I'm going to be finished with that. Um, I'm going out to Germany the end of June uh, to Kiel's place. But other than that, like I don't have anything planned until end of August, beginning of September. And we're going to run a load of courses, um, which we're going to sort out the dates for next weekend. Um, and I'm going to do a bit of work with Joe in terms of like stuff in the workshop and we're going to try and do some films as well. And we were talking about it and we said, the beauty of it is that if we run courses and we run them at the weekends, then we can take Monday, Tuesday off and we can go to the beach or, you know, we can go, actually, you know what? That course was pretty good. I'm feeling pretty like pumped still. Like, okay, I'm, I'm going to come in on Monday and we we'll carry on and not worry about it. We just work mm-hmm. through. Um, but, you know, if then we go, actually, it's a really, really nice day today. Fuck it. I'm going to finish it at lunchtime and go to the beach. Or I'm going to finish at lunchtime and go swim in the lake that you can see from the workshop door. Like, and at, like actually be in control of my own time and actually be able to go, no, today is a, a, a rest day. Or today is a, I'm going to enjoy actually being alive day. Like, and I think that's one of the things that, that's been a real struggle is having the um the capacity to be able to do that and also not feeling guilty when doing it because it's really mm-hmm. fucking hard to enjoy any kind of relaxation when you're made to feel guilty for having that time off because uh, without going into too much detail one when i was working at the forge it it was not okay to take holiday especially not during busy times mm-hmm. because and you certainly couldn't just go, actually, can I take next Friday off? Because the weather's going to be nice. Like, there was, you just have to fucking work. Mm-hmm. And it says the man who rang me up and said, can you take three weeks off on Monday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that was me chance of my luck. Um, <laughs> and that was for work. That wasn't to, to go on holiday. That was to come and work. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, sorry, Brett, you, you want to say something? The idea of feeling guilty. I think I think it might be a little bit more generational or just because of the situation that we're in either financially or, or worldwide uh, changes in the system or, or evolutions in the system where we are a generation that feels guilty taking time off, right? Because there's, well, you could probably also, be we worked to- we, we worked in catering for a decade. Where yeah, yeah this, exactly. This, this <laughs> right. concept doesn't exist. Yeah. So even me going to the CBA thing over the weekend, I... I didn't, it was the first time I'd gone to an event like that and not worked. I didn't have something I actually had to do. And the entire first day I felt useless and kind of anxious that I wasn't getting anything done or I I wasn't forging anything There were open forges. And I was like, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to do that. Like this was supposed to be me relaxing and, and spending time and meeting new people. And it was, I felt really guilty about taking the time away because I should be here working on other stuff. And that's, that was a new feeling to kind of push through because it was the first event that I've been um, in that situation. Yeah. But it's a reminder that, you know, because I'm working on a project that's 20 feet from my bed, it would be really easy for me every day to just go, I don't know. I don't feel like it. it's kind of nice outside today. Well, what else am I going to do? At least out here I have the, 
the let's call it a benefit of there's not a whole lot to do so might as well yeah. just work uh but shifting that per perspective um all i could think of when you were talking steve is just a sign on the outside of your door that you turn over that says back in 15 minutes or back <laughs> i'll be back tomorrow back i weeks. didn't feel like yep. it today <laughs> the that has completely changed, right? If you were a shop owner back in the day and it was like your shop and you lived above the shop or something and you needed to step out to send some mail off, you just turn the sign over and, and like, I'm closed for right now. I don't know. Come back, figure out something else to do. You can't do that. You got to be on all the time. You got to be available all the time. You got to, if you're working for somebody else, you can't take holidays off or you have to plan so far in advance that it becomes tedious and, yeah. and taxing. I, yeah. I would love to know that there's, an option or, or that we can all develop an option that even if you are working a job because it pays well and there's, there's uh, stability in it that you still have a good way of disconnecting or, or getting value out of the time that you take off and not stressing out or feeling guilty when you do take that time off. I mean, I, I feel like I should probably point out for like, particularly the American listeners, like over here, it is you 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 end up with a lot more holiday um like if you have a regular nine to five job in an office we get uh i think it's a minimum of 28 days a year 25 days a year something like that um and uh what are you shaking your head for it is at least 25 yeah yeah the fucking look it up it's um yeah if you work i have a job steve yeah (laughs) but um but yeah and like And it, it can go up for it's it's over twenty. I know that it's at least twenty one. It's twenty one. Uh, I think it might be. Is it twenty one plus bank holidays though? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So it works out as being twenty eight. Um, but yeah, uh, so you end up with with all this time off, and that, that's all paid. And you know, in a lot of uh, European company countries, it's even more than that. Um, the, the problem that I had is I was taking my time off of one job to go and work another job because mm-hmm. um, I'm an idiot, or like taking my time off to go and like help a friend build a fucking stone cabin or something um but yeah like i i think there are opportunities to it and i think um like you i've forgotten my point sorry my, my i've got so i started this this episode by saying i've got a really bad migraine and i might not be particularly on form but that was a full fucking brain fart like i had yeah. a good point and it just went um but yeah no i think you you there is definitely a, a, a difference between like physically not having the time or not having the opportunity to take the holiday and not being able to enjoy the holiday when you're off. And I think they're both um, two very important but very separate things. Um, mm-hmm. And I think like not being able to enjoy the holiday whilst you're off is uh, is something that a lot of people in this kind of community experience. Because the other thing is, is like. I don't know about you guys, but like I've never really been one for going to the beach and just. I was, I was just about to say Steve, nothing. I'm fucking glad that you haven't. Like yeah. I'm the same. Yeah. For for the six years I've known you guys. Yeah. I I've never had a holiday. Yeah. I I I spend my weeks that I take off work going and organizing events and yeah the NEC mm-hmm. and, and and flying to countries and doing amazing things with the people that I love and you know yeah. that, that that is a holiday for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. because like I said before, it's work. Yeah, whether whether you're, you know, we're all workaholics, and not in the capacity that we we love income, in the capacity no. that we just love being productive and we love getting shit done and you know spending our time valuably. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I did have a conversation similar to what we're dancing around right now uh, just a couple of weeks back where I asked somebody specifically, are you capable of doing nothing? And, and let's not go into the existential nature of like even breathing. Like what if I just sit and I'm not doing anything actionable, but I'm still breathing. Well, you're still doing something. No, no, no. Like just in general, do you think, and this is for the listeners as well as you guys, that you're capable of just doing nothing. Like mark a day down on the weekend and say, do nothing. No, Because if you barbecue or invite mates over for beers and you're prepping and then you got to go to the store and buy stuff, that's mm. all something, right? <laughs> Are we capable of doing nothing? No. No. Not, no. I don't think I'm I, I can't. Yeah, I can't even watch a fucking film anymore. No. <laughs> Without also reading a book and listening to yeah. a podcast and yeah, <laughs> building something at the same time. Yeah, yeah. yeah at the same time, broken. never actually getting any of the stuff oh, done. No, no. I need to get done. Samurai can't um, multitask. Yeah. So I like I and I I do get that point, and I've been struggling with it because I keep saying to myself, like, actually, you know what? I really I do. I just want to take one of those holidays where it's you know fucking all inclusive, and I can go and I can sit on a sit by the pool and relax and just have whoa, 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 whoa. all of this no, like no, no there's, there's, oh, no, no, no. there's shit to be done there if it's all inclusive <laughs> there's work to be done yeah. <laughs> a buffet is not going to eat itself but you know what i mean like i've, I've been thinking like actually yeah, no, i'd really and then i've been realizing that actually no i just like all that is is the fact that i want some vitamin d so i want to be in the sun I want some healthy food that isn't just fucking service station shit. So, you know, I'm thinking of like the, the big fruit salad that they've got late, like spread out and I need a drink. <laughs> That's mm. it. That's what I actually need. And I guarantee I do that for like a day and then be like, right. Okay. I need to do stuff. And what <laughs> I actually want is I want the, the opportunity to have the time off to be able to go, fuck it. I'm going to, I'm going to build a little barbecue and take it down to the beach. Uh, or I'm going to, Go home, or I'm going to go to the shop in the morning or I'll go to the butchers in the morning. I'm going to buy a load of stuff. I'm going to marinate it. I'm going to make the most delicious thing ever. And I'm going to have a barbecue for all my friends. Or I'm going to build a smoker and then spend, like, get up at half four in the morning to light the fucker up so that at 10 o'clock at night, we can all have a bit of delicious smoky meat or whatever. Like, it's, it's realizing that it's not that I want, um, time off to uh to to go and sit on a beach or whatever it's the fact that i want time off to do the things that i want to do that i want that i actually enjoy um like that that class that we did uh um nick weston's the the deer butchery thing i want to be able to do that more often like and yeah i want to be able to go fuck it i'm i'm gonna go up and see al this weekend so i'm you gonna see, finish say that right but we we turned up at that class that we'd paid for <laughs> And, and within within ten minutes, we were working. Yeah, of course. We were like, "Oh, um, we'll go and chop the firewood." And uh, yeah. where do you want this? And we'll put this over here. And uh, yeah. what about these tables? Do you want these? Yeah. <laughs> you can't fucking help yourself. <laughs> it felt like we were working there. Yeah, because I was I, I was doing the washing up at one point as well. It was fucking great. <laughs> I ended um, up forging a set of chisels for Leah because she needed them. <laughs> she was yeah. like, "Oh, I forgot my chisels," and I was like, "I'm on it." <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, but you know what I mean? Like I, I want to be able to to say like I, I want to do the things with the people that I like spending time with, rather than going because uh, like my other problem as well is because of the way my brain works. I, I don't want to 
book a holiday three, four, five months in advance, which is what I was having to do before. And um, I, I so would have been freaked out if suddenly a cat appeared on your arm then, Brett. Um, but yeah, like, I don't, I don't want to have to book all that shit in advance. I want to be able yeah. to go like, fuck it, Al's free this weekend. I'm free this weekend. Let's go to Whitby and do whatever people traction, do in Whitby. Traction engine fares on. Oh, yes. Yeah, exactly. Like, do shit like that. Like, you know, I... I think what I'm basically trying to say is, and I think this goes back to your original point, is the fact that people want to actually enjoy their lives. People want to have fucking control over their own destinies to some extent. Like, and it's it's just about not being um, tied into any specific thing. Having having control. That's all it is. Because having control over your own life is spiffing. People that we think that are spiffing. Al, have you got an order? Yes, it's abs. Abs, which means you, my friend, are first. So, Brett, this is kind of aimed at you. Um... And if you don't already follow them, you probably will after this. Um, it's an Instagram account, and it's called Gaius Flavius. Um, I'm not going to spell it out because you ought to have a basic grasp of Latin working in curries. <laughs> um, but he's basically, it's like your typical kind of like corporate environment work memes, but from the point of view of a Roman centurion. <laughs> and it's part part hilarious, part educational. Because he he actually he obviously knows he's obviously a historian, um, but it's just really funny, and it's just just it's just him, Gaius Flavius, talking about like what it's like being a Roman. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking amazing. Love it. Found uh, yeah. him. Oh, and he's got a gaming. He's got a gaming Twitch channel. Wouldn't yep. you know? Wonderful. Amazing. Oh, this looks great. I had a really good conversation with someone about horrible histories the other day as well, and how it's, good it's. It's, it's kind is. of like it feels like that vibe, yeah. But, but more like basically what we've just been talking about for the entire episode about like the working life, yeah. But if you were a Roman, that's so fucking cool. That's so good. I like that. Nice. Uh, abs was it? Uh, which means Brett, you are next, right? So new podcast to me, but has been going on for a very long time and if anybody watched ted lasso it's where i learned about brett goldstein um he has a podcast called films to be buried with where he interviews folks and there are set questions and things like that but the whole gimmick is that it's like you're dead what films would you be buried with right or, or talking about the films that impacted your life up to that point um and for any British listeners, there are a ton more people on there because of his connections, obviously, with the comedy and acting scene over there. Most of these names, as I was perusing through them, I'm like, oh, they were on Taskmaster, or oh, they've been on the Big <laughs> Fat Quiz, or they've been on all the shit that I've watched on YouTube to, I don't know, learn who these folks were and see how funny they are. He's got a lot of them on there, but then periodically, like he's had Richie... Richie Oh my God, Ricky Gervais on there and a few bigger names uh, in the recent years. 
But it's really interesting. If you're into film, I didn't realize he's a massive film buff and he loves movies. Uh, so just hearing the conversations with these people has been, again, I'm only a couple of episodes in, but I absolutely love it. So uh, something to peruse, take nice. up some time. They are like an hour long each time, which is nice. You know, just yeah. nice little bite-sized chunks. Fun Good stuff, suggestion. Uh, Al, you're mm. on mute. Um, it, no, you're still on mute, you dickhead. I said you're on mute. There we go. Uh, so someone asked me the other day what my favorite film was. And I was like, don't ask me that. That's that's an impossible question because it's... It, I know the answer. Because I always have this dilemma. Yeah. And then as well, you can't know what film film is. And I always forget, and it always is, and always will be, Back to the Future. Yeah. When I have time to think about it and reflect, and I'm not reactionary. And yeah. like, oh, oh, it depends what mood I'm in. Uh, it's spirited away. No, it's Back to the Future. It does, see, because my, my go-to is always oh, Blade Runner. But that's just a panic, like, oh, fuck, it's a good movie. But, but, I want them seven to be Samurai. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's been the same answer since I was fucking 17. Um, but, uh, yeah, because like, w- when they asked me the question, I genuinely said, like, my, like, it really does depend on what mood I'm in, because like currently I'd say it's Blade Runner, just because that's my go-to answer. But actually, the movie that I most want to watch right now is the new Mortal Kombat movie. Not because it's a particularly good movie, just because the memory of sitting and watching it in Al's living room and fucking pissing ourselves every time Kano had any kind of line was brilliant. But like, I know watching that on my own, it's not going to be the same. It's not going to have the same impact. Um, and like, yeah, I could. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm not going to start talking about films again. Uh, what's? Oh, it's me. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for a twofer this week. Twofer. Um, because as we were supposed to mention in uh an episode that we never actually recorded um the and Brett mentioned it just now uh the Fool's tools treasure trade um launched a little while ago um and basically we stopped doing it at uh Christmas because it's a really busy time of the year for everyone so we've decided to do it now I say we we've had nothing to do with this decision this has been done entirely by the treasure trade committee that's formed within the the facebook group um but yeah these guys have uh done a load of work they uh are doing it as a just a treasure trade rather than as a christmas secret santa thing um although i think they might still be doing a small version for christmas i don't really know they i just do what i'm told um but yeah uh so to make things easier and to make sure that people got assigned easier and to lessen the admin side of things, uh, a couple of the crew decided to make an app, not just like, you know, we're going to write a special spreadsheet with some concatenates and some fucking whatever it is. Like they, they, they went and did a full on fucking app for this. Um, so Kiel and Duncan, uh, Kiel from just, is it just Kiel? Yeah, Kiel Watch. Uh, and Duncan from Little Hobby Shop um, have gone off and, and made this app. And it is wonderful. And they are wonderful and beautiful people. And I love them both. And I'm very much looking forward to giving them both a hug next month. No, wait, next month. Yeah, because they're both boot makers. So I'm going to give them both a big hug. Um, and you should too. Always, always ask for permission before hugging people if you don't know them. Um, yeah, that's it. So, 
that's the spiffy. Is there any other business from either of you? No. You don't seem sure about that. No, it's been too long. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the only bit of AOB from me is the fact that, obviously, I am still going to be away quite a lot, uh, and Al is perpetually busy. Um, so we will endeavor to keep to a semi-regular schedule, uh, but, but we can't guarantee anything. Um, we are trying to get some other people to maybe help out a little bit here and there. Um, but yeah, uh, we will try and be back next week, maybe. Um but until then, you can find us in all of the usual social media places. You can find me at Moonshine Metalworks. You can find Brett at Skull and Spade 13. And you can find Al at Al's Hack Shack. Al's Hack Shack! There we go. Classic. Uh, also, I, I cannot roll my R's any time other than saying Brett. Uh, and I don't know why. I can't do it on command. Um, there isn't an R in command. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dickhead. Uh, and if you want to find us as a group, we are fools of tools, uh, in places. Emails, uh, there's definitely been some emails. Hang on, just fill a bit of time whilst I find the emails. We haven't had any more dad jokes on the Facebook, I think we have. Have we? Or have you just stopped posting them? No, I post them every time in the group chat. I think it's All just right. the fact that it's been that long since we've recorded, we've forgotten about them. Oh, hang on. It's too small on here. I've got to bring it up. Yeah, you're supposed to, When I say fill some time, it means keep talking rather than having dead air. No, uh, dead air is the crime. Oh, yeah, because did we read out the one from uh, uh, from Lucas? We did not. Okay, let me just read it. Uh, keep talking. Let's read it out. I've got it here. Okay. Uh, hello, boys. I'm emailing for two reasons. One, I cannot bear another Alan special joke, which... Me too, my friend. Me too. Uh, and two, I have a question. Uh, I have, I have been thinking. Read a lot. it out verbatim. <laughs> this isn't. This isn't. They're not paying us to fucking rewrite people's emails. <laughs> I just added in ing. Uh, I've been thinking a lot about time specifically. There are so many things I want to do and make, and I'm worried that I just won't have time to get it it's all done. Appropriate. It is. My question is, if you had to go on... Oh, fuck, yes! I remember it now. Uh, my question is, if you had one go on Bernard's watch, please explain to Brett what this is. Uh, what would you do with it? Uh, how long would you pause time for? Who might also be touching the watch so that they could help you, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. Uh, so, Brett... It's Bernard's like Bernard's gun, but it's a watch. <laughs> what? Uh, Bernard's watch is a... or was a kids' TV show where... This kid Bernard, well, someone, I can't, I can't remember who Bernard actually was, but this kid had a watch, and if you click the stopwatch, it paused time for like anyone that's touching the watch. So if the three of us were all holding onto the watch at the same time, and one of us hit the button, then time would pause for all of us, and then we could go off and do all of the things. Hmm. And the question is, uh, yeah, what would we do, who would we do it with, and how long would we pause it for? I think, though, this perhaps, mayhaps, be... A good one for, an, for shopping, yeah. 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 Rather, rather than trying to cram it in at the end with little to no. That would be ironic, surely. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I love how it I say, like, comment, surely. Rather, yeah, rather than doing it with no uh, with no preparation, like we're going to prepare for the next episode. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, that's one to keep in mind, uh, and we will try and do that next week, maybe. Um, yes. <laughs> 
uh fuck what was i saying so yeah that's it so uh i guess some kind of witty rat wrap up rat up rat up wrap up wrap up that's like rat i'm going to go have a lie down steve's got um, migraine i do <laughs> uh so until next time we love you goodbye goodbye bye